0: Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 129 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the true Mr. Six, and that geezer over there
1: is Andy, a.k.a. finally my Superman kryptonite crisis has come.
0: Woo! Yay! Woo-hoo! Just today, in fact, he's been opening up on the phone with me prior to us hitting
1: record... Add the yeah. wind packs.
0: Yeah, they're not not shrink wrapped. Yes. Yeah, this has been observed and discussed out and about. Um, so some people have been getting their packs in the shrink wrap, and some people have been getting these little circular cellar tapey tabs on theirs. There's also something about a sticker on the front that says draft pack on it. Like there's been some boxes yeah. printed out with without the words draft pack that they've stuck on. Um, I've had a box of each. One of my boxes was shrink wrapped, and one of my boxes was tabbed so uh and not only that i've heard out and about the distribution is all kinds of crazy with the kryptonite crisis stuff as well like i've heard tell told of some people getting one super rare in the packs or two super rares other people getting four super rares and a full
1: art (laughs) basic action (laughs) card, and all sorts of mad stuff i had a good pack
0: i I had a good pack with three super rares in
1: i had two but i'm happy with two I'll yeah, you've nice. done good with one of them. Yes, the Wonder Woman. Very exciting.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's the super rare of, of the Kryptonite Crisis set.
1: Well, it is now. I've got it. <laughs> well, you're coming up against that Wonder Woman and, uh, and L- L- whatever her name is. Leand- L- L- what's that? Lilandra. L- that's it. Lilandra. L- L- <laughs> Lilandra, yeah. That
0: yeah, that's that's a lot of control, control there. It's a lot of purchase cost as well, though. That's right, that Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, that uh, Wonder Woman, if you had her on the table when we played last night, would have taken care of business. Would have would have taken my knees right out from under me. Yeah, it would wouldn't it? Yeah, totally. Like, because uh, that cable I was using
1: is a yeah is
0: a is a, is a when attacks.
1: The Superman is when attacks.
0: Yes, Superman's when attacks, although the living the dream is just a...
1: Pain in the ass. Yeah,
0: so it might not have made that much of a difference.
1: I don't know. Shall we um, find out soon?
0: It, absolutely, yeah. Now you've got one in your hands, for sure. For sure. So, uh, yeah, here we are back again. we are already started right out of the gate with uh, more Dice Masters chat to fill your beautiful ear holes with. Uh, from the luxurious sounds of Chris and Andy. We've got a few bits to talk about, as always, this week. But before we do, I'll ask you, my man, what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded?
1: Well, we got a few games in, and we're recording a little bit later, so we've had another game to talk about as well, Uh, Mm. trying out uh, new, new, new modern. Uh, I've been uh, restricted a little bit. I mean, I suppose I could be playing with um, Infinity Gauntlet, but... Uh, ultimately when, you know, when you get your, your new dark Phoenix cards, you want to try them out. Uh, so I've been trying out a few different things. Uh, the Colossus, uh, I've been giving him a good go. The forecast with overcrush and the energize kind of consolation prize, um, <laughs> ability on there. Um, <laughs> uh, that is, uh, I like that card a lot. I like it. It's very simple and, and me. Um, had some successes <laughs> against you, had a, more failures the last few weeks, I'd say the last three, I think three in a row you've won. Um, but nonetheless, enjoying that. I played last night. Like, this will be up on the YouTubes by the time you listen to this, I think. Is that right? It will.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Ace. Um, it was just a, a a nice selection of, of mostly like rare cards, stuff that uh, caught my eye, wanted to try out, wanted to see kind of what they did. Um, it kind of hinged on what I wanted the Wolverine that's got the uh, the prep global the resurrection global or now what is now called the Wobble. uh is um <laughs> what's what what's that go viral um uh because it's got the the global on it it's got the the abilities um I remember what it was don't think it particularly uh fired the imagination I can't remember it being awful. Saying that, I never used it. Was it? Uh, It's the
0: Awakened one, wasn't it? You were using the one that gives psychics
1: deadly. Gives psychics deadly. Uh, I did. I did bring mutation, but I I didn't buy it or use the global, so didn't really make the most of that. Uh, But really, what I do is because uh, You bought it. He didn't roll. No, he didn't. He um mutation. He's the new Colossus. (laughs) Oh, sorry, uh, Wolverine.
0: I meant Wolverine. Wolverine.
1: Yeah. yeah, I wanted to try him out with the magic, although I don't think I've got around to buying her, which is when fielded target character guy die gets overcrush and plus two attack, because then she can give it to Wolverine, who's already like five, six, eight, and do some serious damage. But that Mystique that does the um, Black Widow ability, but she, um, but for once you weren't using direct damage <laughs> by yeah, the so. time I bring it, although I'm just going to leave it. Oh, I just dropped a dice. Oh, uh oh. Might just stick yes. it with cellar tape on, on, on my mat. <laughs> um, <laughs> and a few others. The Vulcan. I've bought this Vulcan a few times. Basically, it's a reprint of um uh, Venom. Is it Venom Antonio Banderas? Angela
0: Fortunato. That's the one. And uh <laughs> Antonio.
1: Antonio. Antonio Pander <laughs> Um But every time like I've brought him like you've got some you've you've been using a When KO's um mechanic a lot, which kind of defeats the object of me taking it because it's just um
0: you know Fe- feeding my engine.
1: You, yeah, help help you, you get where you want to go. Uh what other cards we talk about? The Bishop. The bishop, where you can use energy. When you use the energy on that dice to purchase a dice, it goes into prep. That was a bit faffy. I'm sure there's something.
0: Yeah, I think I don't. Yet. I think that's lost its value now that Clayface has disappeared. Right. I was thinking about it last night after you used it, and I thought, ah, see, the thing is, when we spoke about it all those months ago,
1: Hmm.
0: the combo that I'd seen Laurier use was using Clayface to Clayface him in on energy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I still think it's cool. I mean, it's not a, a really crappy ability. Um, and it's only a three-cost, and his stats are chunky. I mean, five, six, six defense on a three-cost. You get that out nice and quick. I think that's got to be some of the highest defenses on a three-cost out there. Um mm but I prefer the one I've been using before where he just sits there without being able to be spun up, spun down or rerolled. Uh, cause he's solid. Although I imagine that could be well annoying if you've got a mutation and you need to do (laughs) an awaken ability and he's the only other dice in the field. Um, (laughs) look forward to coming across that. Uh, and, um, and yeah, so yeah, I played that lost, but again, it's just really enjoying playing around with these, this new cards and, um, I'm finding the Dark Phoenix Saga has got a lot of stuff that I like reading. Yeah. He's had that earlier. uh, um, Like just like before we were playing, I was just flicking through my cards and I had the, the rares together and I was like, Ooh, I like the sound of that. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Like I wanted to try it out. haven't really looked through the Superman stuff. I've only really opened it up and obviously what we've seen online, but um, I'm hoping it'll be similar once I've kind of delved into it. It's,
0: it's definitely, uh, I feel like the game texts are more, a bit more janky mm. in Kryptonite Crisis, whereas I feel like the game texts in Dark Phoenix Saga are more chunky. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Like, slap this out, it's a chunky thing. Although that said, there is like Bardy Allen and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. There's something I can't quite put my finger on. And one thing I did wonder was whether it was, I mentioned this in the video review. I feel like Infinity Gauntlet and Dark Phoenix Saga have had a more cohesive look and feel to the artwork, which then, I don't know, makes you feel like you want to look at the cards more, which I don't, I don't know. Maybe this is just utter bobbins, but you kind of like you engage with it more through the sort of cohesive look and feel. So that the game texts seem to stand out more, Do you know yeah. what I mean?
1: yeah, no, I'll mean,
0: yeah, get it. I get. It. Whereas I don't think the Superman Kryptonite Crisis set looks quite as attractive as the two preceding Marvel sets in new new, New modern, and so right. you don't quite take
1: it in. It's a shame because justice as a campaign box is definitely one of the best looking sets that have been released. No, it's not a set, but you know as a, as a, as a mm. unit, as an entity it's um it's beautiful yeah i agree with the alex
0: ross artwork it's just outstanding so uh, i wonder if that then influences the, like the overall experience with the sets then influences how excited you become about the game texts um i mean i could be wrong so uh so there's your Dice Master stuff anything else
1: um not really on the, the board game in front um i've uh, been playing some hunt showdown on the playstation a new like limited time event has just started uh so that's quite exciting and i'm looking forward to getting my uh, teeth into that and running around although when these like limited time kind of events start uh all the very good players come out of the woodwork (laughs) 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 and makes playing the game a lot harder so that should be interesting (laughs) yeah for sure you like that one you've been on that one a lot lately it's good. It's good. It's, it's a, um, I haven't bored that everyone who's come to listen to about Dice Masters, but the when you get to a certain age, a majority of video games are on reactions and your reaction's slow. Uh, and so it, it makes it less so much, but it's, um, the way it's designed, it's, you can feel that you get better as you play, like there is an improvement and it's, it's more to do with where you are as opposed to how quickly you do it, like thinking about what positioning you are in you're in and to because it usually like one or two shots will kill someone as opposed to like two clips worth of bullets from mm. for like Fortnite or something like that. Um, yeah. So it's good. Yeah. So, Excellent that's pretty much me. I'm thinking if there's anything else. I can't think of anything. No. Nah, no, nah, I'm all good. All right
0: then. How about yourself? How about me? Well, uh, so yes, I was playing those games that you mentioned. I was there with you. Um You were. At, and I've I've been trying a few quite a few things out in the last couple of weeks. In Andy's defense, that mystique was a good choice this week because for the previous 3 weeks I've been playing direct damage teams. <laughs> and then last night I actually used the attack step. All right. You can take that. Killed him with combat damage for the year. <laughs> Over-crushing combat damage, no less. That's yeah, write it down in your diaries, folks. Yeah. <laughs> July, Chris used the step. Um So in terms of direct damage, I've been uh, playing around with the rare Batman quite a bit, which I think I spoke about last episode, so I sort of put him into one side. And then Andy had mentioned on last episode, he said, oh, you should build a team with that super rare Jubilee you pulled. So I did. And that worked pretty well, I would say.
1: Yeah, I'd say. I loaded-
0: yeah, I loaded it up with Thor, the super-rare Thor, Jormagun's Fear from Infinity Gauntlet as well, but never got round to him. Jubilee did all the work. And the uh, I used the Mr. Sinister, the rare Mr. Sinister Global, um, which is pay two generic, field a sidekick from your use pal and prep a sidekick die from your use pal. So it was a bit of ramp and the fielding of a character. Now, I went with that one over the Batman one because I didn't, I was finding it hard to make sure I got the two masks to feed the Batman one, the Batman Global, whereas that one's too generic. It seemed to work. Yeah. Uh, I also put that uh, common poison ivy in there, the one that's got the Energize that fields plant tokens. But, of course, because Energize is bobbins. <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen, did it? Yeah, never pulled that little combo off. But with uh, you had the Dark Phoenix Global too, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, so I was just doing, I was just KOing stuff and refielding it and pinging with Jubilee over and over again. And then I had an epic turn, t- a type of turn that doesn't often happen to me, but playing a Jubilee team, I, I rolled in, what was it, three or four sidekicks on one go, just natural rolled.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah you're rolling well.
0: Yeah. Never never happens to me, that. so that was quite epic. So uh, I don't think it would surprise anyone to know that Super Red Jubilee is a pretty cool card to play. I don't know if it's super, super competitive, but certainly once the snowball starts to roll down the hill with it, those pings start to accumulate, and before you know it, you're going through for the win, so that was nice. And then last night, I gave a Living the Dream Cable team a try. So... Uh, Living the Dream is a basic action from Dark Phoenix Saga, which is continuous, Uh and it says if you've got, um through all, all the character cards on your team, if you've got three, uh, a minimum of three loyalty counters, your character dice get plus one attack and overcrush. And the cable, the rare cable, which I think people will be familiar with, but just in case they're not, so when he attacks, he doubles the printed attack of your other character dice. So the plan was and it went to plan, was to use Magneto, Idealist. Actually, I've got the team here. Wait a minute, I can read you the actual text. There you go. Uh, Yeah, Magneto, Idealist. Uh, When one of your mass character dice is KO'd, put a loyalty counter on Magneto's card. And the nice thing about him is he doesn't need to be active to get the loyalty counters. And then I just went with the vanilla one-cost Harley Quinn, Bright Lights Big City, one-cost mass card. So... I just bought loads of those up early doors, KO'd them with the Dark Phoenix Saga Global, which was then meeting a dual purpose because it was putting loyalty counters on Magneto and it was helping my ramp because obviously I was getting the two discount on my new purchases then. And then for a bit of muscle, I went with, well, I had a few things going on. I had the common Wally West, three cost fist, faster than Superman who's uh, got fast, and he gets a bit of a discount if he's the first dice you buy. And then the Superman House of L, the rare, which says when Superman attacks, target character die has its attack changed to six until the end of the turn. But I'll return to him a little bit later in this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, you will. Uh, we yeah. discussed this quite a bit. Um I don't know if you'll keep it in the YouTube uh, version, but after the game, because it is the living the dream... And the uh, loyalty counters is a very hard thing to counter because there's nothing you have to go very specific to stop it.
0: Yeah, you need a uh, what was the card? A, uh, Moira McTaggart, wasn't it?
1: That I mentioned Moira McTaggart, yeah, to get rid of the, the continuous action die. Because again, there's, there's nothing out there, um, certainly a new, new, new modern, other than that, that we can think of. If we're wrong, do let us know. Um, that'll deal with a continuous action die, uh, and um, and yeah, it's, it was uh, it's like the I think the the way we we discussed kind of how you'd get around it is almost to have the components to also use Living the Dream as well, and uh, nice yeah, for it,
0: yeah, so that you can buy it out from under your opponent. I mean, that Moira is the rare from Dark Phoenix Saga and she gets loyalty counters when you field an X-Men character with a purchase cost of three or more. But she needs to be active. That's the first problem. But she also has a secondary text which says, when fielded, you may send target action die from your opponent's field zone to their use, pal. So she's quite nice because it means you can take the strategy for yourself, but then use her to have a little bit of control against your opponent using it. But the downside of that, as you say, is that that then means teching your team up for one particular eventuality you might come across.
1: Yeah, it's a hard one. It would be interesting to see, uh, you know, how it affects the the meta. 'Cause Because I wouldn't say it was a particularly strong. A like, lot yeah, it was a strong team. It was a particularly fast team. No, but no. it was. You know, when, when you have the different, you know, you you throw different kind of combos and connotations at me every bloody week. Um, <laughs> and for the most part, that there are a number of different ways you can counter it. Um, you know, albeit kind of. Um you know force attacks or a lot of generic kind of defensive ways uh whereas this when we were talking about it's very specific way to counter it and it'd it'd be interesting to see kind of if there are other ways that we haven't thought of is it just the fact that you have to put your foot down and go super fast is there a way of you you know keeping your dice in the field but it's certainly not something that you can just go right well i'll just you know put shriek on my team
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, typhoid marrying Magneto. Uh, sorry, Draxing Magneto wouldn't help. Typhoid Mary would, though, because she blanks, wouldn't she?
1: Yeah, yeah, but then. It's yeah, still... so Typhoid Mary ignores that card's text. Yeah, so I mean, that, is, I suppose, is an option, but then when you've still got Cable and Superman and, and other bits going on. Would it make the difference? It would. I mean, you'd have to get her out really quick.
0: Yes. Yeah, you would. Yeah.
1: And then blanking Magneto,
0: like you say, only takes one element of it out. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it when I was constructing the team because I was like, well, if someone was to play a master mold against this and was, you know, just like you say, pooping out the Sentinel tokens, then with the Wally West and the Harley Quinn, you've got cheap blocking power. Do you know what I mean? Just get your characters out. And if you want to attack and KO my Harley Quinns, then you're quite welcome to. That saves me a job <laughs> to get my loyalty <laughs> counters on on Magneto. Obviously, there's the option to buy Magneto himself, who's not insubstantial when the loyalty tankers counters start racking up. Um, I'll come back to the Superman, because I want to talk about that in a bit more detail later. But... Um, yeah, it's inter- yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. But you're right, it's a slow setup because you've got to buy your Harley Quinns and KO three of your Harley Quinns and then pick up your living the dream. Yeah. But it's not but I think
1: unobtainable, my- you know. It's not a nine cost uh Thanos that you need to like properly kind of work up to. So um, Yeah, it'd be interesting to kind of slug it out and, and maybe play it another few times, see if there are those ways around it that you can work out. But fun. Very much
0: yeah well i'm playing i'm playing local on on saturday and i've got i've got sort of three teams that have been i've tested and tinkered with now i've got my jubilee my batman and that team there and i'm kind of like in two minds as to which one to take um but i think that living the dream one's the one that stands the better chance of shock and awe you know what i mean yeah I see it doing well. and it almost doesn't need the cable
1: <laughs> like the
0: cable was just win more wasn't it basically
1: yeah, that was just just to add insult to injury. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, there you go. There's the Dice Masters. On the non-Dice Masters front, uh, you might remember I mentioned uh, the UK Games Expo. I picked up a game that caught my eye called Ghostel uh, by a company called Tinkerbot Games. Uh, some holidays have started, so I've been off with the kids and we've been playing some games. We gave that a go and it's pretty, it's pretty decent. Kids liked it. Oh, cool. Pretty good. It's um uh, the concept is pretty simple. You got a board with nine squares and it's a room in this hotel. Used to be a haunted house, gets bought and turned into a hotel, the ghosts aren't happy about it. So you play the ghosts and the person who scares the most guests away wins <laughs> basically. And each of the guests has a different sort of scare factor and people have different like some are scared of clowns, some are scared of spiders whatever and you draw cards that you use to obviously do different types of scaring Um, but there's a nice mechanic where you're rolling dice and you're accumulating dice on the guest and the guest doesn't get scared until a certain threshold score threshold is passed so you might put so you're a bit tentative about if i put my six on that character that might then give my opponent get them close closer do you know what i mean and stuff so it's nice. interesting. So uh, that was a nice one. Cheap, picked it up at UK Games Expo, got a uh, an expansion pack and some promo cards thrown in as uh, a very a rare instance of a kind of convention added extra that they gave me on the date. So uh, that's a nice one that I can recommend, definitely, and I think it's widely available. I don't think it's all that expensive either. Cool. Yeah. Good stuff. So there we go. Um and then like I say, I'm gonna be I'm playing on Saturday at one of my, uh, my one of my local stores or we're in the city centre. Uh Dave over at Fanboy Three is putting on an event, a little kind of new, new, new modern launch thing, Hellfire Gala cards up for grabs. Uh it'd be good to see some of the guys who I know are coming. Uh Breath Weapon X Fest will have taken place on Saturday by the time you listen to this. So oh, hope you all um, enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah. So I hope you had a good time. Uh but yeah, that's that's about it, I think. That's about it, other than what we're going to mention in the community focus imminently.
1: Well, in that case, should we tell the people out there what we are talking about this episode?
0: Let's do that, yeah. Okay, so we're going to yeah. jump into a, a very uh, a quick community focus about uh, a big upcoming event. Then we have got a classic Ministry of Dice pick of the week, where we're going to be talking a little bit more about some of our um, highlight standout gut instinct Kryptonite Crisis Cards that have caught our eye, and then we're going to finish the episode by revisiting the Dice Masters Global Reverse escalation that we started in last episode by hearing the results, hearing what how that shut down, and also sharing a few listener contributions as well. Yeah, that's well thank it, you it? very much for the
1: guys who sent those in. Yes,
0: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've not listened to them myself yet, so... I'm looking forward to hearing how that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we uh, should we get into the community focus then? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, on to the community focus. This is London Calling. Here is the news. Yes, folks, that's right. There's some Really rather large major events on the horizon. Um, All North American, um, uh, but they're official. Big old official things going on, so that's exciting to know. Uh, The first one, if you're not already aware, uh, is the uh, Gen Con's coming up, kicking off on the 4th of August and running through uh, to the Sunday, which will be obviously the 7th from the Thursday onwards. Uh, and there's loads of Dice Masters going on uh, at the uh, Gen Con event uh, right right from the get-go. First thing Thursday morning, they're kicking off with, um, there's a constructed event every day taking place on the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And wow. then they've got rainbow drafts taking place all the way through Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I don't think there's any rainbow drafts taking place on the Sunday. These are all uh, $10 entry. The constructed events will be obviously new, new, new modern by that point. And the drafts, I've heard tale told, is going to be Superman Kryptonite Crisis will be the set that's been used to draft with. Um, and if you're in attendance at Gen Con, you might want to have a look at the schedule. They've got the WizKids fan appreciation presentation taking place as well. And Ooh. it's back. Is back, absolutely. Uh, I mean, they obviously cover a lot of information in there, um, the least of which will be hero clicks and the board game ranges. But I do know from my inside sources that there's going to be a small section discussing some upcoming Dice Master stuff. And anyone who's interested in seeing some new Secret Wars info might want to try and attend.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's all i got to say on that. Um, so, <laughs> like yeah. That. Say you about that. <laughs> <laughs> at least until five past ten Eastern Standard Time on Friday the 5th of August. Um, uh, but certainly, if you want to get some drafting done, if you want to get some constructed done, um, the, the, there's pricing available at all these events. Um, I've seen some photos of the cards, that the promos that they're taking along with them, and there's a good selection in there. So if you're at Gen Con, uh, why not drop in? If the schedule allows... <laughs> and there's that many going on that you could just you know casually go right let's do a draft this afternoon or whatever you know so yeah. get involved with that uh, the other upcoming big major event of course is the uh, dice masters us national championship and the dice masters world he says in inverted commas championship taking place on september the 15th to the 18th at the uh, uh Graceland's in memphis wow what yeah. a year Yeah, I mean, we'll get out there one year, make it an actual world championship. Uh, Some of the Canadians go down, don't they? So I suppose that's two countries involved. But it is essentially a double US nationals. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, But if you head on over to WizKids' site, uh, I'm pretty confident, although uh, I didn't get it ready in time for recording, so I think I've seen (laughs) the the booking information for the rooms, you know, the on-site, um kind of deal for uh accommodation that's available at Gracelands itself. So go check that out. But certainly uh if you head on over to britwell 6com and go to the show notes for this episode I'll make sure the link's in there by the time we publish <laughs> I think it's like hundred and fifty bucks a night uh with rooms for four so which doesn't seem too bad. No. No. Too not not too badish. Not ish. Yeah. But then you've got the convenience of being there on site. Um, and there's like, it's a, like a promo. That would be cool, pack. right? Yeah. There's like a promo pack thing that they give you as well. Oh, well, and that's be worth a lot it of Heroclix
1: stuff in it. You can sell the oh, Heroclix quite stuff. possibly. Or trade it for yeah. other Dice Master stuff from the Heroclix people.
0: Um, yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, Go and check that out. But I'll make sure I've got the actual link with the real information in it in the show notes if you head on over to Brutalistix.com and have a look on this episode's page. So, yeah, there you go. And that's the two two big major official events. And uh, just once again, I'll throw it out there. Don't forget, folks, if you've got something going on at your local store, Dice Masters related, you want a bit of a shout-out or a little bit of help, maybe there's just some person, an individual not too far away from your local store who doesn't know that you guys are playing Dice Masters down there but would love to come out and play some Dice Masters, but they do happen to listen to the podcast. If we get you one extra player, we're happy to help. So don't forget to get in touch and give us a shout. If there's you, know, you want your local store shouting out because you've got a regular night that you do in the week or whatever, or you've got a big local like a Hellfire Gala OP kit event happening on the weekends or whatever, uh, let us know. We'd be happy to help. 100 percentios. Yeah. Uh, and that's it for the Community Focus. Um, so now it's time to move into the Pick of the Week. Yes, that's right, folks. It's the return of the Ministry of Dice Pick of the Week.
1: Pick of the Week.
0: If you're new around these parts, then... <laughs> yeah, the it was a very inventive, creative piece of work. <laughs> if you're new around these parts the pick of the week is pretty straightforward we just select a single card each from a category that we've chosen uh, in this particular installment we're going to focus on superman kryptonite crisis as a new release and then by whatever standard we've chosen we will share that pick of the week and explain why we th- think it's notable um and those reasons can vary from <laughs> <laughs> From installment to installment, really um, depends what's caught or eye and why, but that's the point, isn't it? Um, so, do you want to go first or shall I?
1: Oh, I don't mind. Um, I'll go first, and then okay, okay, because I know what your your pick is, and it'd be good to spend a bit of time on that one. So, let's get mine done first, which is one that's caught Okey-dokey. my eye um, for a number of reasons. <laughs> Um, so, so as we know, it's from Superman Kryptonite Crisis. It is an action die. It's something that we have been sorely missing, um, from the, the few sets we have had over the last few years. Uh, and, mm. uh, it's good to see some action dice back, to see some, uh, bursts and double bursts and dice with no numbers on. Uh, but this is, um, so it's green kryptonite shards of oh. krypton. It's right, a yeah. three cost bolt. And uh, it's nice and simple. It's deal four damage to target character die with a purchase cost of four or more. I sure. like it. It's simple. Does what it says on the tin. It's a little bit clean. You know, it's it's bulky like the uh, the magic missile. Um, it's a little bit like magic mm. missile, but but you um you get more damage. But I uh, just. The, <laughs> The purchase cost of four more. So I have had a flick through to look at the um the defence stats on uh the, the not nothing too in depth, but just a, a quick flick through to see out there, you know, if the of uh, the four costs um what kind of defence they have. It's gonna do I'd say a fair whack of four costs or more. Um not your your big beefy ones, but your your averagey ones. Well then Colossus is a four cost on its level one. But anyway. Most of your characters with a uh, cost of four or more and they're level one some of them level twos um in some instances all three will get knocked out even if you're not it's good you can hold it when it comes to your attack step set your attack up and then you've got that there to do four damage maybe get rid of something that your opponent hasn't quite clocked on you can do the damage in that that little window and um get rid of it. Uh, and yeah it's certainly something that i'm excited to play around with also it's kryptonite it's the kryptonite dice that uh i'm very very fond of so it'll be nice to I see that, that back <laughs> yeah
0: back. I, that did cross my mind when you said it i was like i know why he wants kryptonite as his pick of the week <laughs> nostalgia <laughs> nostalgia to the max but yeah i think it's, would, you, would, I don't... would you like to explain to newer listeners why you're nostalgic about kryptonite Newer
1: listeners out there, if you haven't know, if you don't know, then back in 2017, there was a little event, uh, in the UK. It was a UK nationals tournament, uh, of which yours truly won using a Ultraman team, uh, where it had a combo with Ultraman and a Kryptonite dice. Those were from the, what were they from? World's finest. World's finest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a good set. If you don't know World's finest, go check that out. That's some blinding cards in it.
0: Oh, yeah, Superman: so
1: Crisis.
0: The the whole set, of Superman: Cryptide Crisis, is basically a world's finest reprint. In terms of the characters, I mean to say. In terms of the characters.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, a lot of the characters so, are repeated from there. Or Batman. Bat- well, Batman's in every DC set. As is Poison Ivy. As is Superman. <laughs>
0: true story and harley quinn (laughs) harley
1: quinn and probably a bunch of others so uh (laughs) that's not hard but anyway um green kryptonite Uh, obviously i've not tried it out yet i've only literally got the uh the, the cards through the post this evening as i got home from work in fact when i checked my phone at lunchtime, the uh, the postman had happily sent me a picture of how he'd thrown it over my back gate. Uh, and I very much enjoyed not having to unwrap the packaging uh, as all I needed to do was, was pull it out of the broken seal. Uh, and um, that was fantastic. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't raining. Um, but yeah, the thing with this is it's simple. It does damage. Um, it's a shame it's not continuous like uh, some of the... Um, the others that we've we've spoken about, because that would be yeah. so super solid to chuck it out there and then go ping for damage whenever I want. Well, you know, to some extent. Yeah, sure. Uh, but I still think, I mean, hopefully we've, we haven't forgotten how to time actions to when we need them. Uh, and uh, it could certainly... Um, it could be good. It could not. We'll find out. But it's certainly exciting about playing around with it.
0: it it's a nice combo piece with that Vulcan that's caught your eye.
1: Yes. Yeah, the... the um, Angelo Fortuno, obviously. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, aggression, isn't it? Vulcan aggression. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's, it's the, the rare. rare. You, you mentioned it earlier, didn't you? It gives yeah, uh, opposing
1: non-fists. Gets minus two defense, so you, you're whittling them down. That certainly makes a, a good dent on some of the bigger ones. He looks like Robin on the card. Uh, oh, right wrong wrong like ip but he does make yeah
0: entirely it. different but sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's think? just about then the bigger ones at the higher levels is it that i suppose would be uh, less advantageous for you
1: yeah i mean and there are some big uh characters certainly in the uh, the superman kryptonite crisis there are some highly statted characters there that it would um I suppose there's nothing to It's max three. You could take all three. Timing would be a bit of a bugger. Um, What's Typhoid uh, Mary's defense numbers? <laughs> I don't want to tell you, because I can hear exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> 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 Her Defense numbers
0: are two, four, five. So it, it could kill a Typhoid Mary on level one and level two. Uh, Drax, I think it can kill on a level... Oh, no, he's only three costs, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's only three
1: costs. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Batarang. What was Batarang? That was similar, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, that. but that was cheap. That was Batarang. So the Batarang I used to use was from the Batman set, and it was two-cost bolt, and it was deal three damage, but it was restricted to villains.
1: Right, so there there was a restriction was the there. Thing I mean, there. That, yeah, this is a bolt uh, three costs, yeah. but it doesn't extra damage, but the restriction is the, the purchase price. I, I think it could be solid. Yeah. I'll be uh, interested to see how it pans out. And as ever, if you guys out there have been playing with it already, if this is already your standout piece that you turn to, or if it's not, then do please let us know. A range team as well. It'd be good with a range team. Yeah, I saw a range three, dude.
0: Yeah, that was uh, uh, that's the Starfire, isn't it? Uh, no, it's the
1: other
0: one. Oh, is there? Uh, yeah, oh, uh, remember, Lex Luthor? Is it Lex Luthor? I'm just opening up the um, team builder now. Yeah, Lex Luthor Businessman.
1: That's five it, cost, yeah, I've got that one. Range three. I like the yeah, look of that. Yeah, when
0: a S.H.I.E.L.D. character die blocks Lex Luthor, reroll Lex Luthor and the blocking die. Oh, that's a bit random as well, isn't it? I mean, not random, that's quite theme because it's that S.H.I.E.L.D. super people thing, and Lex Luthor oh, being yeah. the big old Metropolis villain, but... Yeah, range three, but yeah, a good one for a range team because you could sort of, if you've got a sprinkling of, of range one or range two here or there, but you've hit something for four beforehand yeah. when you attack with your range. Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing now that you've mentioned the card.
1: Yeah, with the overcrush team, you know, it's potentially four extra damage you'll get through. Yeah. If you, yeah, you know you, you attack, thing. you get blocked then you ping the blockers for damage and then suddenly that's an extra four damage that's going through from your overcrush
0: yeah sure interesting yeah cool great choice man
1: thank you very much yeah all right over to me then is it it is and the beast the beast that has been causing me hell of a problems these last few weeks
0: yeah, sure. So I said, I've mentioned it already this episode. I said to come back to it. My pick of the week is the Superman House of L. This is the rare. It's four cost shield with the Super Friends affiliation. And his game text reads, when Superman attacks, target character die has its attack changed to six until the end of turn. And then his stat line is 146, 267, and 278. So there's a bit of a story behind this. Um, because what happened was, uh, mr england here had been causing me a lot of pain with the force attack global that's on the vulcan that we were just talking about and i was using a high defense but low attack characters to do things i can't remember who it was specifically there was someone you kept getting out the picture get, get that of i needed off. yeah
1: oh yeah there was some i can't remember now
0: I can't remember but there was the control pieces and stuff and I was doing things with combos and uh, Andy was using the force attack and obviously swallowing the one or two damage for the benefit of getting rid of the character. So I was out hunting for uh, counters to the force attack is is where this story begins. But I wasn't just looking for a counter to the force attack. I was looking uh, Sorry, let me just rewind a little bit. And on, on live on stream while we were playing, uh, our uh, relentless nettles, our friend Mike Pew had suggested the uh, Angela from Infinity Gauntlet that gives infiltrate to your characters. So putting a, it's a four cost character, putting her out in the field, and then if you leave it unblocked, I can ping you for one and pull it back. Um, and then there was something else that was suggested as well. Somebody else threw another suggestion my way in the similar ballpark. So I was kind of out looking for answers, but what I wanted was not just a counter. I wanted something to make you regret using. <laughs> I, wanted you, I wanted to. I wanted to make that force attack a painful experience to the point where you go right. I'm not using that force attack anymore because he's got my number on that. You know what I mean? Uh, which is where the Superman first sort of hit the table because I thought, well, he's a forecast, which is not too expensive, but unlike the Angela, he's a pivot. So not only is he a counter to the force attack, but he's also good in his own right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, um, if I end up buying him to pivot into as a beat stick, then that's not a bad thing, is it? And not only he is a beat stick, he he could make a sidekick a beat stick. You know what I mean? So that's where that began, because I thought, right, well, if you end up making my whatever force attack, I can't remember what it was. There was something that you were getting in my way (laughs) on force attacking. It was with the Batman team. What was I using in the Batman team?
1: Uh, Joker, Harley Quinn. Is there a Moira hanging around? Oh, I tell you what, it was as well. I had uh, that uh,
0: that Mystique at one point as well, didn't I? The uh, Team Watch one to spin your dice out. You kept making before Sucker. Yeah. I seem to remember that happening. Um. Anyway, I, we could spend ages with me <laughs> going over. Pit the troll as well. I had pit the troll trying to uh, yeah. mess with your global usage. That was one of them. So it was yeah, the Misty, Pit the Troll, stuff like that. Dra- I was using Drax as well for a bit of control. So I thought, right, well, you know, if you're if you're gonna make my Pit the Troll force attack it, then drop Superman out, I'll attack with Superman as well, and then you'll have Superman and a sixth attack pit the troll to deal with. You're not letting it through then, are you? You know, what I mean that's that was the so that's the story behind that. But then when I did put it on the team, I found myself like not doing the direct damage <laughs> and you just using him because he himself is not insurmountable in attack. And then he was making Moenies even more horrifying. And then put him in the Living the Dream team. And that was just pff, mental. He's strong. Really strong. So with the Living the Dream, giving everything overcrush and plus one, he then obviously then gets overcrushed and becomes either five, seven, eight for a forecast. And then the sidekick that I was making six attack or Jimmy Olsen. I was using Jimmy Olsen because I'm a bit of a themy guy. The Jimmy Olsen became a six attack, well, seven attack with the living, the dream bonus. So suddenly it just became this really big, you know, just two dice force. Um, that was pretty horrifying and scary. And that then led me to go, hang on a minute. There's more, there's even more you could do with this. And I've just been, uh, I've brewed like 10 teams. <laughs> <laughs> using this guy in all sorts of different ways. So it all started as a, a, as a trying to have a creative counter to force attacking that makes force attack not just counter it, but makes force attack like, no, stop it. <laughs> You're not doing that again. To a card now that I, I can't stop brewing around. I've got like a bazillion ideas around it.
1: I mean, it's super strong. I mean, I, I, it's not an issue with it, but one thing is like for me, Superman is a six cost plus. Mm. all day every day uh with the stats that are on all of his dice even taking into account his high fielding cost superman's a six cost i think I, I only know like there's a five cost like promo one i used to use but that's if he gets knocked out he goes into the used and so he was yeah. five cost so he was discounted but there was a massive like downside in his ability to kind of justify it being a five cost and then this one comes along and it's just a four cost with like a a pretty tasty ability on it I'm not sure what, yeah. what the thinking was <laughs> I don't know yeah but when you look at
0: the set overall like i mean so I w- there's a an orion uh, there was a bit of conversation with the KD games crew around uh the three cost orion um military commander and he's like five attack, six attack, eight attack um, for a three cost. And then Supergirl, which we all thought was amazing. And then we saw the rest of the set and was like, oh, everything's cheap and amazing. Oh, and the star, we were looking at the Starro that spins up, you know, that's massive on level three. Right. And so, so I think stat wise, the cost to stat balance, um, I mean, they, they do come with disadvantages. Like the, the Supergirl has the whole thing where she makes the um, sidekicks stronger. The star row, you have to re-roll it if it first comes in at level three, so you have to put it out on a lower level and spin it up to get the big stats. The Orion's got, let me bring it up, because he's got some whole thing about he costs more to field if you haven't got another character or something. If you don't have a, an active non-sidekick character die, Orion costs two more to field. So he could be four fielding cost on level three if you haven't got another non psychic character. Um, and then Superman... But this Superman, other than the fact that his fueling cost is a little bit painful at two on level two and three, doesn't have a downside. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> Do you know what
0: I mean? Really doesn't. Doesn't have a downside. I mean, I suppose if you want to attack with him and just him, you're going to have to give your opponent a character with six attack, I suppose. But, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you know, I've sure thought about that. Yeah. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't put yourself in that position, I don't think, would you? You just wouldn't attack in that you instance attack, until yeah. you've got a sidekick out or something.
1: Yeah. Although, his defence, um, what's his defence? Because if he's if uh, on...
0: Um, yeah, he'd you only die on level one. He's six, seven, eight.
1: Yeah. So if he's on level two or three, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. No, sure. Sure. Um, but, Unless he had a green kryptonite, shards of krypton.
0: Well, for sure, yeah. <laughs> but it's not hard to get sidekicks together, is it, at the moment? if If you're not running a collector, a Batman, or a Mr. Sinister Global, someone you're playing against is going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, So it's not difficult to get a sidekick out. So then Superman and the sidekick become just a horrifying attack force. Uh, And it works so well without living the dream, but he's good blocking muscle if you need blocking muscle. So just get him out and then, you know, you can sit there until you're ready to do your attack. I've got some ideas for some sort of kind of board clear stuff that's using him um, so that... Uh, not overcrushed, but clearing the board and steaming through um, going on. And, and he's just, I think the reason he's my pick of the week is because he's the surprise card that I, I've, I discovered for one reason, but has now just opened up a kind of whole avenue of, of team brewing. Yeah. You know so what I mean? It's a good, it's solid. Yeah, he's uh, he's ignited my imagination. And I think you know, regular listeners will know, and certainly regular viewers of the gameplay will know, it makes a change for me to focus on something that's about you know, combat damage and attacking and stuff. So yeah, I'm playing yeah, around tough. in a new space as well.
1: Super different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Superman House of L. Awesome stuff.
1: And as uh, always, if you have been playing around with Superman House of L, have you found any uh, tips and tricks or, or special combos then again? Let us know. Let us know. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, cool. Well, uh, I think that's it. That's our two picks of the week for this installment. Um, We'll wrap that one up there and move on to Global Reverse Scalation Part 2. Right, okay then, folks. So this is Part 2 of uh, something we started in our birthday episode last episode. Andy is the leading man here. He's been in the crew Q branch playing around with this
1: stuff, so I'm going to hand you over to him to set the scene and get us started. Yes, yeah, so if you haven't listened to last episode, then why the hell not go back and listen to it. Uh it was our quiz a quiz night for our birthday anniversary, 5 years of doing this. What are we doing? <laughs> Never mind. Episode um, and Global Reverse was something that we did a good few years ago. Don't ask me how many. Or was something that I, I heard off the radio and stole. There's nothing um original really about it. But what we did was, uh, and what we've replicated last episode, is I have said a number of card titles and subtitles uh, and recorded myself doing it. Then the magic of modern technology, I have flipped it so that we could hear it in reverse so me going backwards we then tasked chris with the task he's tasked twice that's quite a lot of tasks um so (laughs) i asked chris to replicate what he heard uh and then we recorded him doing that so that we could then flip that the other way around and see if it made any sense (laughs) did you follow all that boys and girls (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's right and then we had a couple of listeners who fired their uh, attempts over as well yeah we did yeah so can i just check in
1: this folder then here where it says andy originals that's
0: the correct way is
1: it that's me saying it forward yeah that's without you saying it forward any, without any um manipulativeness okay Ma- manipulation manipulations yeah. machinations Okay. It's a good word. <laughs> but but not but not appropriate oh, yeah, in, the not context. Relevant in this instance. <laughs> but it is a good word, you're right.
0: <laughs> so shall I start by playing it in reverse, the original reverse? Yes. Go yeah. ahead.
1: Yeah. So this is so number
0: one. This is a, this is the first one, the original reverse.
1: <laughs>
0: so that was the original reverse. And then if I go to this other folder. I can play my attempt at saying it in reverse. So this is me, my attempt. Meow, mish, mosh, Which sounds nothing like it. Then we had Mark and Rob send some over. So Mark, our number one fan, tailored games player.
1: Galmel Disgroupe. Buship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that was Mark's attempt. And then finally, our friend Rob from uh, Breath Weapon X. He sent one in. <laughs> Oof. So those 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 were our attempts. Mine is without a doubt the worst of the selection. Without a doubt the worst. So shall shall I play what it actually is now? Go on then. Or do I play it hours
1: flipped first? No, no. Let's let's hear what it should be, and then we can see how close you get to it. Any okay, guesses? Here on what so you this... think it should be? No idea. Not a clue.
0: Here we go then.
1: Here we go. Bishop, tortured timeline.
0: Did you record that in a church? Sounds <laughs> <laughs> <That's> really <laughs> angry. Just... Right, Bishop, My tortured timeline. very high. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right, here we go then. So here's me flipped back over. Shoot <laughs> him cho <laughs> so him not like, even like close. A Star Wars character <laughs> uh let's hear mark flipped
1: Bishop, what his timeline
0: oh, oh I
1: definitely
0: caught I definitely caught the bishop and the timeline in there that was good uh and then let's go for Rob's
1: yes I caught it's timeline
0: the bishop the timeline. was a bit shaky at the beginning Definitely got the timeline on it though, yeah. Yeah, the torture
1: yeah, didn't really come through. But yeah, timeline on on those guys is <laughs> yours was just a mess, mate.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't deny it. Um, I think I think if we were to a, a award a winner of the first round, there it'd have to be Mark. I think.
1: Yeah, he got Bishop. He got timeline. He just didn't get tortured, which is a good thing.
0: Yeah. Then we go back to number two, then the original reverse. Here we go. Here's the original reverse on number
1: two.
0: So that's what it sounded, the original reverse of number two. Let's go find the other folder that we put them all in. Should have organized (laughs) this a lot better before I started. Uh, Here we go. Right. And then this is my original reverse attempt. (laughs) Which literally sounds... (laughs) Nothing like it. Then Mark's second attempt. Here we go, number two. Skets. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. And then let's get Rob's up. Rob's attempt at number two.
1: Hmm. Sounds like they've listened more than you did.
0: <laughs> yeah, like they've actually played it back, had a little go. Rob yeah. Rob sounds very, very precise to me. Very, very precise. He does. Yeah. Uh, So this is what it should have been. Cable high stakes. Cable high stakes is what we're looking for, folks. So let's start with me. Flipped back over. Cable (sighs) high (laughs) stakes. I think that's pretty good. That's amazing. (laughs) Hang on, let's hear that one again.
1: Cable high stakes. I don't understand (laughs) how you did that.
0: <laughs> no, but you said certainly like not intentionally. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, really really giggles! That's right, let's hear Mark's and Sam's faces. A word, I oh Right, that's
1: well, that, bang on. that's very clear. That's Wait, very I was, clear I was on Mark. Expecting to hear you a, a word right on yours. That's blown me away. <laughs>
0: And here is Rob's flipped
1: back. Sailor, I sails. Oh,
0: I mean, you can definitely, you can definitely make out from all three what the card name and subtitle is, can't you? So, award a prize for that one. It would go to you. Oh, really? I would have said Mark again. Actually, I felt like Marks was
1: strong. strong. The the shock. <laughs> listen to the other way around you can hear that like mark's trying you're just like going meop, meop, orbit. <laughs> how would that work i don't even know it's that true way. it's true
0: don't deny it <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's move on to number th- so what's that one for mark one for me then yeah let's go on to number three then
1: and they see Right, I definitely struggled with that one. I remember struggling with that one. Yeah, it's a bit too long, I think, in hindsight.
0: Yeah, I couldn't. I'd forgotten the first section before I even spoke. (laughs) Started (laughs) speaking. I'm like... Uh, So here is my attempt at that one. (laughs) What? Snare. Neap. What? Over there. I just sound like I'm having a heart attack. (laughs) Let's get Mark lined up. I just need to. He's his uh, one long recording, so I'll just uh, move that forward. scheme
1: All right. Okay. Oh no,
0: not yet, not. Uh, so that was Mark's attempt, <laughs> and then here is Rob's attempt. Who are near Steve stick mate? Stick mate, mate. Think, mate, it sounds like Rob recorded this while he was on the road in his, in his cab. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I hope, Rob, that if you were doing that, you were concentrating to the adequate standard that is required for road safety, young man. <laughs> so here it is. This is what it should be.
1: Gambit. Ace in the Hole. Hole. <laughs>
0: hole. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to pronunciate, to try to make it easier. Right, here we go. This is how mine came out. It's <laughs> all. Oh. In. Ain't. Oh. You're
1: having a heart attack. You got in, you got oh.
0: <laughs> I got to play that one again, because I was laughing so much, I didn't quite hear it. In. <laughs> oh. So oh, that, my God.
1: Sounds
0: nothing like Gambit. <laughs> 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 oh, no, that's broken me. <laughs> crying. Right, here's Mark's attempt.
1: He <laughs> sounds like he's doing a German alphabet. <laughs>
0: I'm joking. Uh, that was a lot better, though, wasn't it? Much better than my attempt. Maybe yeah, we have to get some more water in a minute. And here is Rob's attempt. Yeah, um, it's face in her hole. <laughs> oh, he's got that one. Hambit face in her hole. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, that, that's 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 the new card coming out in Secret Wars. You heard that here first, everyone.
0: <laughs>
1: <coughs> I'm going to have to get some water before we carry on.
0: <laughs> the winner of that round is Rob. Okay, okay, fair enough. So, is anybody's right now? Then with two more left to go. Oh, that made me laugh. Right, what well, we up to number four now, isn't it? Number four. <laughs> so here's the original. <laughs>
1: Sorelessness.
0: Oh, yeah, that was another one where I found myself forgetting. Yeah, it's long. You know, by the time we got to that point, I was like, uh, what? Hey, what?
1: Oh, God. Now, I think
0: from memory, when <laughs> I was, like to <laughs> oh. these
1: out, I think that I these, uh, at least some of them, are pretty spot on.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Well, this was my attempt. Sorelessness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my days. Uh, and then Mark's attempt, let me just find his. Swole, ne, see the, swam, swam. That sounds oh, a lot boy. better put together than mine. And then here is Rob's attempt. <laughs> Once again, sounds like he's trudging down the M6. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess if he's a lay by, he's probably in lay by, any.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Or a service
1: station or something, of course. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is what it should have been
1: Master Mold Endless Sentinels.
0: Lots of in there. M-m-s-s. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Number four for me is. Master Mold Sentinels. Whoa! Sentinels was bang on. Sentinels was bang on, but the rest of it was a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Is marks reversed? Mavs, Mavs, Ivies, and Loves. Sounds like you fell over at the end. So close yet yeah. so far. So far. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Well, let's have a listen to Rob's. Handsome, Moes. handsless, sentinel. Oh, cut off a bit short, but cut off a bit short. Definitely the mould. Endless sentinels. The master was a bit shaky, and the sentinels cut off. But
1: it was it's strong. It is strong. It, well, uh Mr. Q-Branch. It's between Mark. Uh, unfortunately, it is between Mark <laughs> and Rob. I think I have to give that one to Rob. It's got to be Rob, isn't it? So that's two for Rob now, then. It is. He's he's come from behind to stretch into the lead. So only... First, uh, the first time he's ever heard that. <laughs> on a Dice Masters related entity.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: the, the, all that me and Mark can do now is draw. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the fifth and final global reverse
1: see. Can you get it? Can you get it from that? No. Oh, okay. I can't. Anyway. Rob did say in the Discord when I
0: posted the other day saying, has anyone got any guesses? He did say he had an inkling as to what that last one was, but then didn't go on to tell me. Oh, didn't right, go on okay. to tell me. So here was my attempt at replicating that. Uh, snoop. Schnib- Yeah, that's not going to go well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then on to Mark's attempt.
1: So that was
0: Mark's attempt. And then finally Rob's attempt. Right, so this is what it should sound like.
1: Beast. Saviour's Dream. It had Short crossed one.
0: my mind, like, like maybe you would thrown something in, you know, at the end.
1: Like, <laughs> like a massive swear word. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, M.O.D. or something like that. Oh, yeah. Last time I met, I was like, Andy's the best master player or something, like, didn't I? You did. I did. You no, did. I, I wasn't that for, not much foresight this time around. <laughs> huh? Well, here's mine flipped.
0: send me in. You got the beast, but the rest is you being sick. <laughs> it does sound like I'm taking a tactical chunder at 2 a.m., doesn't it?
1: <laughs> 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 Here's Mark's flipped. That's not it.
0: What? I don't know what's going on with that. Mark, number five.
1: I must have pulled that up. Jesus, have
0: Sounds like he's saying, Jesus. <laughs> 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 what am I doing? I think. Yeah, that one's not flipped. I don't think. I, I think <clears throat> I did.
1: But anyway, well, I will double check.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and here's Rob's flipped. Beast. Saviour's name. We've got the beast. got the saviours. But he, so he how, didn't I, get a dream. How good was Mark's then? Drop and flip. What
1: are you doing? <laughs> Seeing if I can flip it. Oh, right. Okay. I see. I see.
0: Um, oh, God. This could take ages. <laughs> oh, it's only short, though, isn't it? Is it going up to the Google Drive? No,
1: nah, i have to do it on my iPad. I have to.
0: All right. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. You can uh, address your angry worded letter to me. I think it might be. Like, I'm sure I did it. I think that is it. All right. Well, in which case, then we've got no no choice. It, Rob's was clearly the best of the three there. Then, if that is the case, isn't it? Well, Going, well. giving us a final score of Rob on three and me and Mark on one each, respectively.
1: There we go. Well done, Rob. <laughs> well done, Rob. That's the, the first time that that you know, breath weapon X has won nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well done, quiz. Well, there we go, and that concludes the 2022 edition of Global Reversalation. We hope you
1: enjoyed. <laughs> it always Whatever. goes better than you think it's gonna, doesn't it? <laughs> it
0: you does, think it's gonna yeah. be
1: a tray wreck, but we just it's, Oh, anyway, maybe it well, is, but we find it funny. So who cares?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say the audience might think different. They're like, Jesus, they've just they've just done. <laughs> Twenty minutes on on a pick of the week and then thirty five minutes on <laughs> 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 just playing card titles reversed. Oh Jesus <laughs> I'm Nearly killing ourselves in the process. I mean, I actually died of laughing, I think.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, I don't know what else to say. There we go. That ends Global River es-
1: Escalation. 2022.
0: Shall we wrap the episode up?
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's, Let's put this one to bed.
0: Well, there we are then, folks. As all good things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we definitely did. Yeah, I'm still chuckling. I'm giggling here. That set me off. Oh, I needed that. It's a good laugh. You need a good laugh it sometimes, is. don't you? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not even sure like how to round up now after that. So, yeah, the, the usual stuff, I suppose, really. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash The Ministry of Dice. Most specifically, the gameplay. It's been quite a bit of gameplay going up on the channel right now. And it's the games that we've been sort of, uh, you know, quarterbacking, post-game quarterbacking here on the podcast. So if you want to go see the games that we've discussed, that's where you'll find them along with uh, various other bits and bobs. I've not not really churned much out non-gameplay lately, but I suppose with new cards around, that's to be expected, isn't it? Yeah, if you want to come and hang out with us while we actually play the games we record then you want to use twitch.tv forward slash mod extra m-o-d-x-t-r-a that's usually on a wednesday or a thursday night so keep an eye out on our socials uh, for the go live notifications speaking of which if you want to come join us in our discord there'll be a link in the show notes down below that's where we talk dice masters and do things like share our live stream notifications but it's also a place where we talk about
1: our other dice masters adjacent loves talking about our other adjacent (laughs) dice masters loves uh keep if you do decide to follow us on twitch you'll get notifications of the other things we do namely our mod extra twitch cast live twitch cast i'm not sure what it's called where we talk about all things nerdy things like movies tv and usually review a old school movie as well. It's the Italian job coming up on our next one, as oh, well yeah. as them. the most exciting thing on Twitch, which is our fighting fantasy uh, role play. So we go through some of the old school eighties fighting fantasy books. Uh, one's a game masters. The other is the adventurer and the next ones should be coming through the post this week. It's space explorer, space adventurer, something like that something the like book, that yeah book looks like it's been had a fair had <laughs> its best days are behind it like my my <laughs> <life's> career um <laughs> uh, but uh, that'll be coming up as well we've had a few
0: like that because we are we're playing through the books in the original publication order from you know from back in the 80s and some some of them haven't had reprints so we're we're picking up well I was about to say second hand but I'm pretty sure some of these are like fourth fifth sixth hand um, from secondhand bookshops
1: and ebay and all sorts of places wherever we can source them from and it's making and have- a weird collection of books that spans from brand new signs by the author <laughs> yeah. himself all the way to something that's been through yeah eight eight different teenage <laughs> adolescent hands and um, <laughs> probably best not to shine a black light anywhere near them
0: oh well why not what would anyone be doing with a fighting fantasy book, you weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> what? What's its grease? Clearly,
1: is what you meant there. <laughs> exactly what I meant. And fizzy pop, <laughs> Cheetos. If you're uh, over there. oh yeah, of sure, yeah. <laughs>
0: anyway, Dice Masters, Dice Masters, Dice podcast. Although we could talk about the fighting fa- fantasy for
1: days, we would have a lot of fun doing that. Of like, <laughs> oh, the last one. Like, have you put it up on the YouTube? It's the most. It's not going to no. Like th- three hours of solid hardcore, like good decision making. To, to to well, I'm going to make you watch those three hours to find out what because oh, <laughs> oh the <laughs> disappointment. One of the very first ones we did. It was
0: like um, uh, turn to whatever it was, 101. So you go to 101. It says you died. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, uh, and, and sometimes we'll admit we do a little Taxi backsy especially yep. when we've been we're like three hours in, do a little Taxi backsy and then we're like, right, we'll take the other option, go to one oh two and we go to one oh two, it says you died. It's like well what what <laughs> <laughs> So basically you no you now. die on either option. What <laughs> so how far do we need to Taxi backseat to to survive this thing? Yeah. Taxi backsy <laughs> to the start. <laughs> we've done 14 of the books now. Um, we, we've we only bested two of the We've only got to the end of two out of the 14. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> Those were, well, the one that you did was relatively straightforward. I have to say that I'm very proud of return to, was it lizard mountain or whatever it is?
0: Uh, yeah. I can't remember.
1: The culmination at the end was just like, <laughs> Lucky choice after lucky choice after lucky choice after luck is it, it, it was immense. It was like some of my dice masters rolling and then ended up winning it. It was, it was, um, it's up there, top five, top six. <laughs> when, when I spoke to Ian Livingston, he asked me, he said,
0: How many have you completed successfully? completed And at that point, none. So I was like, Well, none. And he, I, I, I kid you not, he went, Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, fair enough. You know, what a bit of longevity out your product. I can see that you want me to have value. <laughs> well, next year, you anyway. Two mate. <laughs> we should, yeah, absolutely. We should circle back round to Dice Masters. Um, yeah. So yeah, come and hang out with us live for the games. But if not, you can see them recorded on the YouTube channel. Head on over to bitrollersix for the show notes that accompany this episode to gather, you know, find links and stuff that we've mentioned throughout. Otherwise, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode to enjoy. So that leaves me with nothing left to say. But I've been Chris, otherwise known online as Dreamer Six,
1: and I've been Andy, aka Zup Zup Orbit. See you later, folks. Bye 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 bye. <laughs> So I asked Chris to then try and replicate what he saw. What I heard. So I, I, mm, stupid drugs. Um, (laughs) So I then asked Chris,